Thank you for tuning into Sochcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show. Real estate. My name is Devanshu Majumdar. I'm in Remax 1 where the broker is Charan and uh, I've been in real estate initially as an investor then as a realtor and i kind of work in the central jersey area mostly that's my focal point and i do residential rentals then uh, commercials you know wherever real estate is involved i can help you out and i think one of the things which i i'm basically from the corporate world you know after working almost 27 28 years I moved away and you know full time into real estate and I love it. You know why? It's because every day you're meeting a new person and you get to expand yourself, you get to learn more and the smile which which you get when somebody either buys a home or sells a home or even a rental. You know, the smile which they give, it's like a lot of blessings. So I really love real estate and I'm very like I'm so happy that you'll give me the chance to kind of talk of course to sell you know or to buy you can reach out to me my cell phone number is there and uh, by this I'm going to be introducing Charan Bajwa she is the uh, broker owner of, of Remax 1 and as you know we are like the biggest one of the biggest a uh, real estate company in this part of town you know i'm talking with the central jersey like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store and uh, i would like to invite her to come and say you know a few words about real estate and this is the hottest of the hottest time in real estate okay i think we had this real estate in 2005 2006 where i was an investor but this time i'm a real estate you know agent and where i'm seeing like crazy stuff happening uh homes getting sold for more than 50 60 right and somebody actually asked me i think dr patel asked me to do why you know because you can actually before the interest rate was 4.25 which they're going to share okay in the presentation arisen so but now it is 1.92 2.25 so you actually have the double buying power correct so which i don't want to take the steam from their presentation so if i'm not going to take the steam away from anybody including charan charan here is yours thanks again for giving us the opportunity to be here today and dibanshu was kind enough to thank uh, a lot of people here but i want to thank dibanshu because you put this together <laughs> uh, he just asked me to block my calendar for a certain day and time he never told me what it was about and here we are um trying to share our deep sort of deep i think uh, i think it's deep knowledge about real estate because as the banshu said it is a hot topic right now and not only is it a hot topic uh but also uh real estate is uh, is is one of the biggest factors contributing to the us economy right actually not just the us economy probably economy all over the world and um Je- having uh passed through 
a severe state of a, a pandemic, uh, several lockdowns um, in the last 15 months or so, uh, when everybody thought that everything was going to go, you know, sink. <laughs> uh, here we are, still floating, uh, standing, and some of us are flying, right? Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, the, the topic today is do's and don'ts for home buyers and sellers in the current market. I can keep talking about real estate for hours, but I'm going to try and stay focused on what we are here for. So if I deviate, please help me around and, and get me back on track. Uh, but just a little bit of background as, as um, Debanshu mentioned re about Remax One. Remax is the number one company in the state. Uh, Remax One um is, is look, we have two offices. One is in South Brunswick uh, on Route 1, literally like 10 minutes up. And then the other office is in Cranberry downtown on uh, Main Street. And we're looking, uh, we're on the verge of uh, a major growth spurt expansion, so to speak. We are licensed uh, real estate brokers in New Jersey as well as Pennsylvania. So, uh, you know, we, we can help you with anything. Uh, not here to sell services. In fact, I was joking that I didn't even bring business cards. So, <laughs> uh, you know, but if there's anything we can do to help you out, even just, you know, assisting you, not for the transaction itself, but just answering your queries uh, as long as they're related to real estate, please do let us know. Um, I've been doing real estate for 19 years um, and I've had the brokerage for uh, more than 11 years now. So uh, pretty much worked in every part of the state because I started from Bergen County and we've also sold properties down in Atlantic City. And uh, we have agents who are all, all over the place and especially so now because everything is pretty remote. Um, so we have agents who cover pretty much all of New Jersey and the bordering areas of Pennsylvania. So that's just a little bit of um, uh, history about myself. So I already shared about this. Uh, home sales are off the charts. So if you're thinking of selling, now is the time. And why are they off the charts? I'm just going to give you a, a brief insight into that. And I will let Bishoy and Erez from Petra Safis uh, do the rest because they are a big part of why the home sales are off the charts right now. Um, the, it's, it's primarily the interest rates. Okay. Um, everybody wants to lock in with that 30 year fixed plan and, and be done for life. Uh, who would have thought that the interest rates would be at such low levels, right? It's, it's, uh, and, and money in real estate is better than money in the bank in the U.S., right? All of us agree. So, um, so that's a big part. Um, but the second, uh, huge important factor that's driving the prices is the lack of inventory. We, we do not have enough houses. Uh, and I'm only going to speak about residential today. We do residential businesses, commercial, everything, but we're only going to stay focused on residential today. Um, and and there, there's the the demand right now uh, is is way higher than the supply. And there could be again many reasons for that. One, everybody wants to buy because of the low interest rates. And second, the move to the suburbs. COVID taught us all a lot, right? Um, that we could actually work from home. We need additional space to work from home. We also need a little bit of the outdoors to, to spend time with our family and enjoy our time away from work, right? So the whole um, influx from the cities, from the New York uh, city suburb, uh, the, the, the areas over there to the suburbs is driving 
driving that as well. Um, and lifestyles have changed. The way the, our day-to-day -day lives have changed immensely. So uh, that dictates a home change, right? So if you start thinking about, if you start analyzing what has been driving all this, there's a huge box that we can unravel and, and try to, you know, unstring every cord in there um, to, to uh, find out why this is happening. And of course, the stimuluses that everyone got, and there's a lot of cash in the market as well, right? Um, if, if, if the property prices are rising and I could sell mine for 100000 more today, I'm going to be like, let me make hay while the sun shines. Even though I was not thinking of moving, let me get the 100 k right now and then see what else I can buy. So that's also happening. So I, I would encourage all of you, if you're thinking of selling, now is the time. I mean, if, if you're investors, sell your investments now, put your money in the bank, and then wait for things to settle down to buy more uh, at that time. So we're going to dive right into what are the do's and don'ts for sellers in today's market. The first thing, if you're thinking of selling your property, putting it on the market, is a self-inspection. You know, we all live in our houses for many years and we get used to the faucet, the broken faucet, right? The low water pressure or, oh, the caulking is coming off. Highly, highly recommend and uh, that, that you must do a self-inspection before you put your house in the market and go through because guess what? Even though the demand is very, very high right now in the market, the buyer's mindset in our experience has changed immensely. The buyer in today's market wants a prim and proper, completely move-in condition home with all the bells and whistles. They will, they are not looking for a property that needs work. And, and by the way, they're willing to pay top dollar for that property. They're not going to negotiate or look for a deal. Okay. So if you think that I, I would rather not take care of these things and try to sell my property as is, you're just going to be sitting for a way longer time and not even get low ball offers, by the way. DIY projects. Okay. So now um, uh, there's, there's a section, um, uh, there was a hole in the wall and you're trying to patch it up and um, you, know, uh, you think you, you're, you're good at this and you're going to patch it up and paint it. It is definitely a don't because again, the buyer today is very discriminating. You have no idea when they walk into the properties, they're literally looking for things that are broken or things they will have to redo again. Painting is a very easy job. I'm sure all of us in this room can pick up a roller and paint the wall, right? But what about the finishing, right? It's very clearly visible. So a DIY project, do it yourself, is completely a no. Try to find a good contractor. And I would say that if you've been a homeowner for a few years, you probably have a couple in your um, you know, Rolodex or your uh, contact list, right? Bright and bold colors. Love the grays and the oranges here. How would these look in a house? Okay. But again, don't get me wrong. When we live on our in our homes, we have the right to have the walls the way we want. Our kids want the bright pink or the red or, you know, or the blue or whatever. They, that's fine. But how would this room look when you click pictures and post them online? All people will be focusing on is the bright colors, right? And these days, the first showing of a property happens online. So if they don't like the colors, it's going to take a lot of convincing to get them into the house for that second showing. No matter how you are living in your property, the colors you like, get 
a lighter shade of a brown or a taupe or something like that or a gray, um, get the whole place painted. It will give a neutral palette to the potential buyer so that they can look beyond the color. We all know dark colors attract energy, right? So if it's just the paint that's going to absorb all the energy, how are you going to focus on the layout and the fixtures and the appliances and, you know, the other fields? It's just common sense. Depersonalize. And it is difficult. Um, what depersonalization in this context means is, again, we live in our homes. We have pictures of our family and our extended family everywhere. Uh, we, um, for, for the religious few of us, we have all our, uh, you know, gurus and um, uh, the idols that we worship everywhere. And that's completely fine. But when you open the doors to, you are actually open, opening doors to strangers, right? You don't know them from before. Would, wouldn't you want to help them imagine themselves in your home, right? So they're just going to see tons of pictures of you and your family vacations and, and your extended family and try to, and, and again, don't get me wrong. If I walk into a house and there are pictures on the wall, I am going to walk towards those pictures and start looking at them first. Do I know them? What do they do? Oh, that's a nice family. That's a cute family. Should I be focusing on that or the house? And again, um, you, you need to give them a blank neutral palette. I'm not saying remove them altogether because, you know, there's a family living in that house. You want to showcase. There's a lot of pride. So, so you, you want to showcase some stuff. Just reduce it as much as possible or put, put all the stuff in obscure places that are not completely in your face all the time, right? Same goes for um, the the temples and the idols and the gurus. I um, I have to admit that I am I'm not a very religious person, but I respect all religions, right? And I do believe that if you have a temple or an idol in a particular spot in the house and, and the house has been blessed, it is bringing you the blessings. So I usually tell my clients not to move anything, but if you have the idol in every room, or if you have 10 of them, again, reduce them as much as possible, as much as your own personal conscience and religion allows you to. Okay, so that is depersonalization. Unrealistic pricing. So we are encountering a lot of sellers, potential sellers in this market, because they know that prices are off the charts, they want to go even higher. They want to reach for the moon in the skies right? And um, the logic behind that is, uh, well, if we price it, let's say, let's say my opinion is it should be 750. And they say, well, let's price it at 800, then maybe we'll get 750. Doesn't work. In this market, does not work. One of the main reasons it doesn't work in this market is because, you know, the serious buyers who are out there are looking for serious sellers. If your price is, uh, your house is not priced realistically, they think you're not serious. That's number one. Second, they, they're, we're encountering multiple offers everywhere, right? And, uh, from a seller's perspective uh, and a buyer's perspective, if the house is overpriced, that house is not going to attract multiple offers, right? But multiple offers is what drives the price higher. The bid, we, we actually bid. We ask for best and finals. We have 10 offers on the table. Bring your best and final. That's how the price goes up.
So the seller has to realize that in order to get the best buck, they have to be priced right where they should be to trigger multiple offers and, 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 and go higher. Okay. And the third thing, which is uh, uh, probably a, uh, goes unnoticed, is buyers are used to be competing with other buyers in this market, right? And if they are looking at a house that is overpriced and the other buyers are not going for that house and this buyer likes the house and he wants to make an offer, he might just wonder, how come nobody's made an offer on this house? That, so that's a seed of doubt. And he or she might take five steps back and say, you know what? Nobody else wants it. I don't want it either. Even though there's nothing wrong in the, with the house. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Okay. So realistic pricing is a do. Unrealistic pricing is a don't. And the last thing that a seller should or should not do is should they go with cheap? And cheap covers a lot. Cheap covers materials. Cheap covers um, feasts and commissions and attorneys and lenders, right? At the end of the day, just look at what you're putting in your pocket. Even if all of us, we can, we can go shop at a Walmart or we can go shop at a Nordstrom. Is it the same quality? No. So you get what you pay for. Make it a win-win for all parties involved and put more money in your pocket. So I, I said, why should the sellers be selling? Because home prices are off the charts. Why should the buyers be buying? Because mortgage interest rates are going down. So it's a great time for both sellers and buyers right now. So we're going to look at some do's and don'ts for buyers. Mortgage pre-approval. Yeah, definitely a do. Uh, and the next one, should you make a lowball offer? You know, making a lowball offer is going to offend the seller, and we have not sold any home in the recent times that has not had more than one offer on it. Okay, so um, make sure you're you're presenting a reasonable offer. Doesn't have to be above asking in the first go. Doesn't have to be crazy, crazily aggressive, but in line with what your realtor helps you uh, arrive at. Okay, uh, because sellers uh, are. The, the homes are, are, are pride, right? So if somebody doesn't value them, we don't want that buyer in our house. It's as simple as that. If we were talking about re uh, a real estate outside of the residential market, sure. But homes are personal. It goes a long way. As I said, every transaction that we are going through these days has multiple offers, right? Um, and we do encounter buyers who shy away from participating in a multiple offer situation or in a bidding war because um, it has a lot of highs and lows. You get excited about the property, you're giving it your best and then you lose it. You do it the second time, you lose it again. And it's very easy to get demoralized and demotivated. And we have buyers who say, you know what, I, I can't do this. I'm going to just step away and wait until things normalize. When are things going to normalize? When the interest rates are going to start going up. And is that a good deal for you at that time? Probably not. Because most of us, unlike a few, need to borrow money from them, right? And if we need to do that, then 
we're, we're probably going to end um, uh, end up with a 30-year fixed loan. So if you do the math, a higher interest rate over 30 years with a lower-priced home can actually outnumber a higher-priced home with a lower interest rate locked for 30 years. So I encourage home buyers to do their numbers and say, you know what, even if you if even if you might have to go 20,000 above your price range, look at the third look at the 30 years, how much are you going to gain? Okay? So my uh, my advice is do not shy away. Keep trying. So don't hesitate. Put your offer on the table and keep looking. Should you include a sale contingency in this market? If you have a house to sell and you put that on, on the offer that my purchase offer is contingent upon the sale of my home. No, it's obvious, right? Because in multiple offer situation, then you are the weaker buyer. It's a strong seller's market. They're not going to consider it. The only situations that we've actually been uh, able to manage through with the contingency is when that property might be already under contract with all their contingencies satisfied. Okay. But it's tough because God forbid if that falls through last minute and then the other client is going to be on the losing end. Deposits. Should you be putting large deposits on your contract offer in, in this market? Definitely. Goes a long way. Now, everybody should understand that a deposit is stays in an escrow account. It does not go to the seller until the property closes. And you are entitled to get a refund back, full refund back, uh, as per the terms of the contract if things fall through. Okay. So if you're going to be putting a 20% down payment on that purchase, we are seeing people putting the entire 20% in escrow also. They say, hey, you know what? I have this money right now. I'm writing a $100,000 check staying in escrow. Does it hurt? That makes, even if your offer is going to be 10000 lower than another guy, the seller will sit up and look at it and say, you know what? He's serious. He really wants my house. He's not going to let it fall through. So strong deposits take you a long way in this market. Appraisal waivers. <laughs> when we have multiple offer situations and when appraisal is a concern in, a, in an inclining market, um, the, bu the buyers who waive appraisers, appraisals go a long way. Okay. So what that means is that if the property under appraises below the purchase price, the buyer is agreeing that they would come up with the shortage amount to the closing table, even if the lender doesn't lend them the extra money. So make sure you're uh, affiliated with a lender who goes that extra mile and 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 guides you about these appraisal waivers as a part of uh, the package that they offer you. Inspection waiver. I am a don't here because you want to know what you're buying. We, I, we as realtors would never recommend that you waive inspections altogether. Yes, you can refine the wording around it and you can promise that you're not going to bring up any cosmetic issues. Um, you can say that inspections will be limited to structural, environmental, or mechanical, structural, environmental safety, and just try to limit it that way. Or you can even say, um, you know, a buyer is ready to waive inspections uh, of up to a $5,000 damage, right? Get estimates, be done. But make sure in, in the current scenario, you have something related to inspections in your offer.
as a buyer. And the last one is buyer's agent. A lot of people in this market um, visit open houses, don't think they need an agent to find them a house. They want to find the house themselves online and they will go visit open houses and want to work with the agent who's hosting the open house. You may get lucky. It works. Okay. But don't make that a rule for yourself. A buyer's agent is especially useful in the current scenario, especially when you're losing properties because they know the inner mechanics of how everything's working. Uh, they will actually go the extra mile in uncovering properties for you that you're not even seeing online. A lot of people don't know not every property gets online. So you want to be the first person to get in the door with your buyer's agent. Only a buyer's agent who's committed to you, who you are committed to, is going to make sure that your, your foot gets in the door before anybody else's does. And again, there are a lot of advantages of having a buyer's agent, but I'm not going to go into them. An image I put together, that's the roadmap. So you got a, a very high level, uh, 20 or 30 minute uh, primer into home buying and selling through the do's and don'ts topic. Um, and uh, that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. I think that was uh, very, very informative. Uh, I also picked up some pointers from there, by the way. So thank you. आशा करते हैं कि आपको ये सोचकास्ट बहुत पसंद आया अगर कुछ कहना है इसके बारे में तो लिखकर बताइए हमें अपने फेसबुक और इंस्टाग्राम पेज पर सोचकास्ट ढूंढिए अगर आपको अपनी सोच दुनिया को सुनानी हो तो सोचकास्ट करो सोचकास्ट